0: Welcome to Stay Tuned with Miraculous Ladybug. I'm your host, Shiloh. And I'm Nicole. And we're back, guys. As I mentioned in the previous episodes, Nicole moved out. And we've been trying for weeks to plan this episode out. So we apologize for being super late. I know a lot of episodes came out since our last episode. <laughs> um, but today's episode, we're going to talk about the hundred episode and Gabriel Grest. And the next episode will be the rest. I think simple. Pullman, The Glaciator 2, and Dearest Family. So yeah, a lot of episodes came out. But I think for now, we're kind of in a little hiatus. Hopefully, we'll see. (laughs) We always say that, and then some TV network pops, like, oh, we're releasing a new episode. Yeah, I apologize for that. For now, as I mentioned, we're busy, and our schedules don't meet up anymore, so we're gonna do as much as we can. With miraculous News, I don't think... There's any news really that the Gabriel Gress episode came out on Sunday, and that was an episode we waited for a very long time, and I believe it's episode nine, if we go in order. But yeah, so we're gonna stop talking about the 100 episode. I know the title, I just can't pronounce it, <laughs> so I'm gonna keep calling it the 100 episode because technically it is. And wow, Nickel, 100 episode of Miraculous Ladybug. <laughs> yeah. I'm still surprised that it has gone that far already. Yeah. I mean, I... five years, but... Yeah, over five years. <laughs> but it's a 3D animation, so I'll give a slack. But yeah, 100 episode of Miraculous Ladybug. Can't believe how far we come. Yeah, and how many references there was to 100? <laughs> I know, it was so funny. They can't mention the word 100. Emily, you've been asleep for 100 weeks, which I did the math, so it's a near two years. She's been in a coma for two years. So... Adrian had to be 12 years old when his mom went in a coma because he's 14. Oh yeah, that poor boy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but they kept mentioning the word 100. It was it was like the Gabriel Gross like a 100 collection, so they're making a huge event about that. Yeah, they mentioned a lot of 100s, which was like good pun. <laughs> yeah. So we start with the episode of Gabriel talking to Emily about her being in a coma for 100 years and. He am not getting the miraculouses. And we go to the next scene where both Rob was, like, chasing this punny. Not pony, Penny. <laughs> I, uh... I can't speak today. Penny, and then it f- fell into sewage. And we see Gabriel can feel the emotion. And he's like, Adrian, you have to represent for me. <laughs> like, this man does not care about his career or family. He's like, I need to bring Emily back. <laughs> and Adrian's like, Dad, this was not in our plan, this was not our rehearsal, I bet. And I think the hundred for this conference there will also be like memorial kind of thing for Emily. Aww. So Adrian's on do we wanna do that? So I don't know if you noticed it, but in this episode. So in this scene, Adrian touches his ring. When he tells Adrian to obey, give him an order, like what to do. Oh yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, which we started noticing in Mega Le- Leech in the end of the episode when he tells Adrian he moves his finger, and we're gonna come up to that later. So Adrian's like, "Okay, I'll do what you say." And then, and Gabriel was like, "That horrible!" Like he's like, "Adrian, I don't feel good." <laughs> so that's why he said he that was his excuse about skipping. Oh, I like, really? <laughs> really? Do <dude. laughs> <laughs> at least try to act sick, <laughs> but he was like emotionalist adrian i don't feel well you're representing for me today <laughs> and I'm just like gabriel the other people do the other people get upset over a lost penny right so he takes that chance and accommodates bathrod into this safe with full of money and then we see ladybug pretty much got all the superheroes zephyr shot noir to defeat them and they're having a hard time because Like, they couldn't get in because the safe was full of money, and there was laser beams. And then they're like, where's Cat Noir? And then we see Adrian stuck in this meeting. You can tell he wants to make an excuse and leave. But Natalie's like, no, you can't disappoint your father. You have to do this, you know, for your mom. So he does. And... With Viperion, I think, like, he used his second chance to guess, like, the safe combination. Oh, my goodness. It was, like, 99 times. I'm, like... I would have gone so... Like, by the third time, I would be fed up. Yeah, I'm really, like... Because that would take forever. If you don't even know, like, some of the numbers and you're guessing. Yeah. Luckily for Luca, it was 99. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I would hate that, too. And then they defeat the Akuma. And Adrian was, like, relieved that... He doesn't have to be there to help, and then still able to finish the conference. Ladybug gets Vipirian, and they go to the sewage. I don't know why everyone goes to the sewage. And then Luca gives her the Miraculous, and surprise, Suhan appears in the sewage. I'm like, what's with the sewage and <laughs> Miraculous Ladybug? It's... And then I don't know how Suhan was already there. Like, how did he know Ladybug was going to be there? Magic. Yes, that's all the answers and then he gets angry with her saying you know you shouldn't need 19 heroes to defeat this one akuma you need to know shat's identity so that you can call him and use his cataclysm C- cataclysm right mm-hmm. i can't pronounce and then Ladybug's like no we are not supposed to know our di- identities and someone's like i don't care we need to find out his identity because you- it's dangerous for whoever's have the cat miraculous because of plague that can destroy things. And Ladybug was like, what if you know his identity and I don't? And Suhan was like, yeah, that's fine. And then it <laughs> bounces away. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed, he was wearing the shoes that Marinette gave him last time. Oh, like, what was it? It's seat? like those tennis shoes. Oh. Was, yeah. And then, of course, being Marinette, we're, this episode pretty much tells her she complicates plans. Like she made this whole plan with Luca. Okay, so you're gonna stay here. I'm gonna go tell talk to Chat Noir. He's gonna tell me his identity. You're gonna pick up the name and then do the second chance so that I forget. And then you go and tell Suhan. And then this was a perfect time where Luca could have said, I already know Chat Noir's identity. I know. <laughs> right? But I feel like he kinda wanted to know like what she would do. I I can see it, yeah. Because you know, he knows. Everyone shifts them at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would too, maybe if I was him, I'd be like, no, I'm going to let her find, figure it out. But then she also explained in this episode why her and Chat Noir can't know each other's identity, which I think we all pretty much figure it out. If one of them gets akumatized and they already know the other identity, they can betray them, which this episode pretty much shows. Mm hmm. I mean, it would have been nice if they kind of explained it in the first season, because they, they they always use the excuse of protecting their friends and family, but they bring this up. But it's kind of like an obvious thing. That's what we expected. Yeah. Because we see that with Chat Blanc, too. So Ladybug calls Chat Noir, and Adrian was like, oh, she's going to be pissed at me because I was not there. And then he answers his phone, and Ladybug tells him, like, hey, can we meet up at the Eiffel Tower, I think it was. Mm-hmm. We need to talk. <laughs> and I hate when people say that. We need to talk. Yeah. And then, they so Ladybug's already there at the Eiffel Tower, and she tells Viperion like, the plan, make sure everything goes well. And then Luca's like, are you sure it's okay for me to know Chat Noir's identity? Like <laughs> Viperion. Luca! Right. So Chat Noir arrives, and... Ladybug tells him, like, hey, I think you're right. I think we need to know each other's identity. And Shatnour was like, you mean now? <laughs> like, and then she was like, yeah, you know, in case, like, what happened, like, today, if one of us didn't show up, we can, you know, reach out to each other. And then Shatnour was like, since you were a lady, do you want to go first? And she's like, no, why don't you go first? <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I am Adriana Grasd. And she burst out laughing, but I expected her anyway. And then she's like, Oh, if you're Adrian Aggress, I am Andre Bourgeois. <laughs> and then Adrian's like, Then he like revealed himself as Adrian, and Marinette's pretty much like, I was not expecting that. And then Viprian's like, Okay, do you want me to do the second chance or not? And then Marinette's like, No, change of mind. <laughs> and he's like, Why? Right? And the Chat Noir's like, are you going to reveal your identity? She's like, I am. I'm comfortable right now to do it. And then Adrian's like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. I understand, you know, in your due time to reveal yourself. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the next thing where people notice since he revealed himself to Lady, but he acts more like Chat Noir and Adrian. And then we see Marin is having a hard time like seeing the difference yeah, yeah. every time she saw adrian she saw chat noir and then like she bumped into him and she's like i am uncomfortable <laughs> and he's even at like chat noir in front of her which is really interesting i know a lot of people are actually pissed about it. they're like why couldn't she accept adrian's chat noir right away but i'm like it makes sense for her Marinette and ladybug is really not that much different i mean adrian calls her the everyday ladybug but you can we can all agree Adrian Chat Noir acts so completely different. We do. And she even questioned myself herself. She's like, if I love Adrian and I don't like Chateau Noir, do I really like Adrian? Which I've definitely read fan fiction of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like so mad. Like, she's like, they're like, she didn't love Adrian right away when finding out he's Cat Noir. And I'm like, no, it makes more sense for Marina to do that. Cause I feel like if she liked Adrian or Cat Noir right away, finding out he's Adrian, I feel like people will still be pissed. (laughs) Yeah, They'll be like, well, she likes Cat Noir because he's Adrian, so... I just feel like it's more realistic for her to act that she needs some time. Yeah. To be like, hey, like, he's, you know, where she has to kind of like, do I actually do like him? Yeah. And then she was telling Luca, she's like telling him like, do you feel like you like someone once you find out who they really are? You see them as a different person. And then Luca was like, actually, for me, I become to love them even more, oh. and he, when he knows Marinette's identity. <laughs> Luca, what if it was Adrian? Who <laughs> he's talking oh. about? <laughs> no, I definitely Marinette or both. And then after that conversation, Marinette begins to see Chat Noir and Adrian as the same person, started to fall for him. And then we get like an umbrella scene, which is really cool because I have also read, seen fan or fan fiction where Chat Noir does the umbrella. I'm just laughing that he has an umbrellas part of his weapon. I know, right? <laughs> Gotta bring that Lady Noir, Marishad to umbrella scenes. And then after they defeat Akuma together, and also a cool thing, since Mer- Ladybug knows Chat Noir's identity, like she can call him as Adrian, like, hey, I need you. Oh. Yeah, it was really cute, and then so that now that Chat Noir can be more involved, and then now that Ladybug starts to fall in love, Adrian and Chat Noir the same, so she reveals her identity. Adrian's blushing this whole episode, and then I I definitely read a fan fiction where she was I think actually all revealed fan fictions like this mm-hmm. where Ladybug's like I bet you don't love me anymore since you know it's me, and then Adrian's like No, I love you, love you because to know that one of my best friend is my partner, It's the love of my life, and I'm like, ah, Adrian, why? And then they hug and they're like blushing, and it's so cute. That's my favorite scene. And so we see that they're kind of starting dating. They're like they're passing love notes. We don't know what's in the note. I'm guessing they like we like want to go on a date Aww. at a movie theater. And then we see they're calling each other. They're that couple, like, you hang up. Now you hang up. Oh. <laughs> and then the one time Gabriel the size of the dad. He walks into the room and hears Adrian calling Marinette my lady. And just that my lady. He thinks, My son is Chat Noir. That's a very specific <laughs> thing. Very, yeah. Cause I think there's one episode Nino you know, calls Alia my lady. Cause they're, you know, being fans. Yeah. So I'm like. At this time, I'm pretty sure calling someone you love my lady is a trend right now with Lady Back and Chat Noir. Oh, I know. Right? But no, he's, my son is definitely Chat Noir. Just like by like just the one sentence. Right? So apparently people, this is people are starting the sentiments theory. So Adrian woke, woke up and he thinks his father called him, but we don't hear Gabriel calling for him until Adrian came out of his room. Oh, I gotta watch that scene again. I know, right? And then (laughs) the fact that Adrian was sleeping in his clothes. (laughs) Oh, like, please please give this boy some pajamas. If we get Marinette in pajamas we can get adrian in pajamas yeah it's like this poor boy like, i know like animation is costly but please give this boy some pajamas come on this guy's dad is a fashion designer <laughs> adrian his do you think thing? adrian has ladybug pajamas oh <laughs> that's yes. like every fan i've seen and i agree it's canon for me yes he has ladybug pajamas for yes. sure and then gabriel's like come follow me and then he does like the painting and then goes under and Adrian doesn't question that much he's like oh okay <laughs> and then Plax did you know you have stuff like this downstairs and Adrian's like no and then we get like similar to the chaplonk where he sees his mom is in the basement I still think that's very dark <laughs> They find your cold the mom yeah. in the ba- basement or- and then Gabriel reveals to him that he is shadow Moth. And then decides be, decides to akumatize his son. Hmm. Father of the year. Yeah. You know what's a funny thing? In Glaciator 2, like, he felt Adrian being sad, but decided not to akumatize him. But when he found out his son was Shatnoir, he's like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to akumatize my son. <laughs> father of the year. I know. Yeah. And poor Adrian. Like, he really tried to fight it.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if he noticed.
0: So when Gabriel turns into shadow moth his ring disappeared but when he ordered adrian to do something he was still doing the motion oh when the ring wasn't even there he was doing like this oh like the camera zoomed in (gasps) and i'm like why is the freaking camera in this episode keep showing gabriel touching his ring it could be an obsession behavior we can uh, agree to that or Or the ring it has adrian's amok Mm because it was emily's I'm like, why is he touching? There's no ring to touch. Like, if you rewatch it and see that scene, you'd be like, okay, that is weird. And then we're, I think this episode we're gonna talk about a lot of that is Adrian a sentient monster theory? I think he is. I think he is at this point. and then there's been too many clues, right? And then we go to the next thing where Marinette arrives at the empty movie theater. So. Th- a lot of my friends mostly believe, like, Adrian rented out that movie theater, so it would just be the two of them. Because, oh. you know, those two talk a lot during the movie theaters. Yes. scene with Glass Theater, too. And then, Shadow Ma, or, I don't know, we, well, we forgot to mention the previous scene with Adrian and Gabriel, that Gabriel took the ring and has this cat miraculous, and Plague was like, "Hey you!" And then we see the next scene: Gabriel with the cat miraculous, the butterfly, maybe the peacock. And I'm sorry, he looked creepy. <laughs> Even your erection was like, "Okay, no, that's creepy." Oh yeah, that was like, that was too creepy. He looks like very miss. Like it's, it's like someone who's who's trying to draw the panther uh-huh. without knowing what the panther is. Yeah, it's just those purple eyes. I don't know what it is. That man does not pull out with red... Pull. Oh, late- oh, latex. Yeah, he you little, can't he... do leather or latex. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel is banned to wear those. He can only wear a suit. <laughs> he can't wear anything else. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then he... We see, like, Adrian, who's akumatized, is with him. And he... We saw that Marinette immediately transforms. She doesn't care, like, Hawk Mott knows. She immediately transforms. And then... We see that Akuma ties Adrian touches her. I think it's like a countdown, like to lose her transformation. And while that happened, she did her lucky charm. It showed like the watch with the time that when Adrian revealed his identity, and she sends that to Luca. And right before after that, she did transform. And the way like Hotma grabbed her, and then poor Adrian was trying to fight off the Akuma. He's like. His poor girlfriend. Aww. And then like, Adrian, Gabriel really grabbed her by the hair, took the earrings out of her ear, and yeeted her. Oh yeah! This man should not be near with children. He shouldn't have a child. But And then decides to make the wish. And then we go to the next scene where Luca gets Mar- and Ladybug's text message saying like, the miraculous box is in the sewing. Now he took his bike and like, breaks into the bakery sorry but marina told me to do this <laughs> and he goes up and talks to sass and then they found out that when someone makes a wish it destroys a world and rewrites it which we kind of knew in the other episode they, gabriel mentioned that but they always said like if you make a wish you have to sacrifice one thing so i guess it you destroy the world and you also still sacrifice one thing that's personal to you and then we see that the world is nearly finishing and they decide to use sass on his own to do the second chance because he said he can go back in time when the second chances were used so they go back in that time but it seems like when that happened sass forgot his memory including luca because like when shat Noir was planning to, was about to reveal whole Paris is out of control. Like dinosaurs popping up. The previous ladybug holder popped up. Mm-hmm. They're like, what is going on? So they went to the sewer and talked to Sass. And Sass is like, I don't remember. I just remember I was supposed to go back in this time. Which is interesting that he Sass forgets his memory too. Yeah. Imagine he is Sass like still remember like, oh, that world was ending, so we had to restart everything. <laughs> and then Things got a little complicated, so they decided that to fix all of this, they have to go to space and reset the time. And I, I did not get that. I don't get it either. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm like, how does that fix anything? Right. So they had to reset the clock for. I don't know how that affects. It's a Doctor Who thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We see like them transferring to Astrocat and Co- Cosmobug. And the transformation was really cool. That's Cosmo Cat and Astro Bug? It could be. I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> they transform, and I don't know if you noticed. Like when Noor had to eat the power-up Camembert, he was like, mm, <laughs> "Grosses out." You didn't like them? Yeah. And then they go to space, reset the time, and everything is fixed. I still don't get it, but it fixed. Mm-hmm. We'll say magic and science. Mm-hmm. I still love the part where. And when they were going back to Earth, and Shat was, like, singing, Shat, Shat. <laughs> it's from, like, a movie. Da, 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 yeah, that da, one. Da, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And lady Ladybug's like, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> like, it was, like, so random. Cause... It was so random. <laughs> and Ladybug's like, oh, that's a beautiful song. <laughs> He's just singing Shat, shat, shat but okay. <laughs> and then Shat Noir was like, oh, was there something you want to tell me? And Ladybug's like, oh, no, we're good. We're good. And then Chat was like, kind of frowning. Oh, Because it true, you never like when someone says, oh, never mind. Yeah. I know our mom has told us many times that she hates when we say never mind. Yeah. And then, so they go back to their house, and then when Ladybug or Marinette showed up to her house, Suhan was there and was like, did you figure out his identity? She's like, no. I thought we best... We Don't figure it out, and then they kind of argue for a little bit. And then Sona was like, You know, maybe you're right, and then they make their peace, and then things ended. So that was the end of the episode of the 100th episode. Yeah, I think like the last couple the last scene was kind of super quick because you're like, What's going on? <gasps> but yeah, it was a fun episode. It was, I did ex- was waiting for this episode, and it was mentioned that this was kind of like a what if episode, like what if. Ladybug and chat Noir know each other's identity my theory was before the episode came out I was hoping like this episode like M- Marinette finds out Adrian's identity mm-hmm. and she'll know for a couple more episodes but I guess that's not happening nope <laughs> so as you can see you no know, chat block is also like a what if theory like chat block was pretty much Adrian's point of view knowing first and then 100 episode is Marinette knowing first what was your fi- which episode do you think was better for the time, like Chat Blanc or the 100th. Oh. I mean, I think the Chat Blanc was bad. Because, <laughs> you know, he acclimatized <laughs> yeah. the whole world. So that kind of takes... I mean, both worlds are dist- being destroyed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Compared to Chat Blanc and the one hundred episode, what was your favorite reveal? Oh, I guess I like Chat Blanc a little more. I like the one hundred episode. Yeah, I think because I've always been a like, big fan of Adrian knowing first. Yeah. Or, like, I either want Adrian to know first or then for them to find out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Actually, I prefer them to, like... I prefer both knowing the same time. Yeah. Like, I want something, like, where... You know how those are, like, the always episodes where they're about to reveal each other's identity because, like, they have, like, no choice, mm-hmm. but then they're nearly able to escape doing that? Yeah. I, like, I want something like that. Yeah, I want something, like, emotional. Like, something happened. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I want to be very emotional and just, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And then they do it. Yeah. And you're like, no way! Yeah, I and mean, then there's some fan fiction I read, really like, kind of funny reveal. But it was like an actual reveal in the show. I wanted to be emotional. But I think the hundred episode was really cute. Both episodes, it's sad that we don't get to see the relationship more detailed. Which I understand, because like each episode is 20 episode, mm-hmm. So you can't put as much. But, like, you know, both episodes, or both What If shows, Marin and Adrian are going to be that couple where they're just cutie to each other. Oh, so disgusting. And Gabriel's always going to be there to destroy their relationship and destroy the world. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So I feel like if there's going to be an actual reveal, I feel like they have to know each other's identity at the same time. Because we show both What If, it's always been, like, one knows the other 1st Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, like, the actual reveal would be, like, they both know each other at the same time. But is it gonna be it's still gonna be before they find out who Hawk Moth is or after they defeat Hawk Moth? Because I feel like I could see a happy wilder, they know each other's identity trying to defeat Hawk Moth. hmm And then defeated him. I don't know. I don't know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I just do know, like I do want to reveal happen at the same time. when they both know. Mm-hmm. But it's also cute, like both times, Adrian's like completely in love with Marinette. I was like, oh, so cute. But Gabriel's a horrible father. <laughs> yep. yep, yep. Destroying everything. Okay. So that's the 100th episode. So, yeah, if you guys want to email us or tweet us, which episode was your favorite reveal? Chat Blanc or the 100th episode? Ooh. We'll see. And now we're going to talk about Gabriel Grast. <laughs> so, this was the ninth episode. This was the one everyone was waiting for. Honestly, I was hoping this episode would have been, like, a background story, like, about Gabriel or like Gabriel and Emily, like how they oh yeah the that's what, what happened. To... That's what I thought. But no, oh. I mean it was still a pretty good episode. Yeah, it was a good one. I was hoping because it called Gabriel Griss, so I was like, are we gonna know a background story? But that didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, at some point they're gonna have a background. I know. I want to know. I I question like I feel like the only time we could get a, a Grace background story is. Ga- Adrian and Marinette finds out Gabriel's identity and he has to tell them a story of how this all happened oh that's the only time I could think of they'll add a background story but I do want a background story like how Gabriel and Emily knew about the miraculous how they found them what they were doing what caused Emily to be in a the coma they have to have gonna have to have a background episode I mean, obviously we do have some clues such you as the, the peacock mhm the was mm-hmm. broken and she was using it and eventually caused it to go into that coma. Just like like how now it was starting to end up in that shape. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be the episode of the Hawk Moth that we or like when they find out his identity. I mean, I'm sure everyone else has a theory, but I have a theory that. that... It's not really my theory, it's other people's theory. But I, I really like this theory that. Emil- that, you know, Aiden's a sunny monster and that Emily created him and... Because, come on, he looks exactly like Felix. Yeah. Or... There's a new theory coming up after people watch this episode. Felix and Adrian are sunny monsters. Because you remember when a- Felix was talking to the sentient monster Gabriel was like, with a snap of the finger, I can make you disappear. <gasps> oh. What if Emily created both of them and was like, this one goes to my sister. We'll keep this one. <laughs> I mean, if Felix and Adrian are twin brothers, you know they say there's always the evil twin and the good twin. In every sitcom you ever watched, oh. Uh, and then you can see that in the episode mm-hmm. uh, when Felix was looking at Emily's portraits, yeah. He was like he kind of had like a look of fondness. Mhm. I mean, Emily also looks exactly like his mom. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he knows that that's a portrait of Emily, not yeah. his mom. Oh, he knows. And I think it could be possible, like, he could have got along with Emily. Like I said, they mentioned, Amelie mentioned, like, as kids, Felix and Adrian always hung out with each other. Mm. So he definitely had to know his aunt, Emily. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember the beginning of the scene. So it's pretty much, I think, we're back to Gabriel talking to Emily and was like, he invited Amelie and... Felix so that he could get the ring back and then we go to a scene there's so many scenes We need, oh yeah we need like the, the story like what, why is that ring so important I know I don't get that ring my only theory like everyone else is that Emily's ring has the amok mm. but he wants his too so are they both <laughs> have the amoks one is Felix and one is Adrian yeah, yeah maybe I don't know we'll see something about these rings are super important I uh, guess we'll find out one day and see. But so we go to a scene where Marinette's in her class, and then everyone's like, "All these like I brought Nathaniel and Mark to help you with your romance with Adrian." And then Marinette was like, "Does that mean they know about I like you know who?" And then Alex was like, "Oh, we pretty much know that you go." nuts with adrian (laughs) and then marinette's like do you think adrian knows and then they're like nah he's too (laughs) oblivious like adrian's the only person who doesn't know yeah but mark even points out because if adrian knows that marinette likes him there's no story which is pretty much with the show (laughs) yep pretty much and so they were trying to make a plan like how marinette can confess to adrian and then we see these cute like storyboards Adrian dresses as a princess and Marinette as a knight. I kind of, I didn't kind of predict for this, but like, so there was like that one episode where Adrian had like the angel wings, and I was like, oh, it reminds me of the Romeo and Juliet from the 90s movies. And I was like, it'd be funny if Marinette dressed up as a knight, like in the movie. And it happened, and I'm like, no. I, I feel like I'm, I'm an oracle for this show at this point. Yes, you are. Um, it scares me sometimes. It, it, either Marina's really predictable or... I, I'm an oracle. <laughs> but anyway, it's like the, the patrons are really pretty. I really love it. And then it, Gabriel's just as Maleficent. <laughs> and it, yeah, I really love this the, the art for that. It's so cute, right? And then... I think they were saying like... Marina just confessed to Adrian at school or something. Because that's the only place where Gabriel can interfere. And then behold, Chloe pops out of nowhere. Well, actually from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I recorded everything and I'm going to show it to Gabriel and then he's going to be appalled by the video and lock his son away. And then this shows Chloe never cares about Adrian. She's like, as long as I get to visit him when he's locked away, that's all I care. And I'm like, Chloe, no. No wonder I don't like you. But I kind of have a head count on I'm like, Chloe's like secretly watches Naruto because <laughs> she was like Sabrina the ninja like a uh, smoke thing whatever to disappear oh and I was like what if she watches Naruto and then, and then Chloe disappears she hits the ceiling then disappears and then they're like great now we have to go get that video camera away from her so she doesn't show it to Gabriel and then we go to a scene where Felix is in the car with his mom and then he's just watching about the superheroes and then Hawk Moth and Mayura. I really want to know how Alia got the pictures of Hawk Moth and Mayura. <laughs> yeah, I really wor- wondered about that too. Right? And then Felix is like, oh, hopefully that we get to see the superheroes when we're here. And Felix, did you forget you sexually assaulted Ladybug? <laughs> and then... But he did? Remember, he tried to kiss her pretending to be Adrian. And then Ladybug the had it pumped him in the face. Oh. I was like, why are you act?" I'm like, it's his mom, of course, acting all innocent. <laughs> and then there was that cute scene where like Amelie kissed her hand and then they, like, high-five and then he puts his hand on his cheek like oh. they catch her kiss. Aww. Oh. Felix like, is a mama boy. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's definitely a mama boy. Yeah. But... And then they arrive at this Squid Game party. <laughs> like All the... And that's what I'm thinking. Like, this is Cause totally... Because like, they have, squ- a masks. And, uh, and like, it's, like, rich people. And I was like, this is Squid Game. It's so Squid Game. I know. Like, this was made before a Squid Game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is very sketchy. Right? I'm like, is that what rich people do? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not rich, too. I'm not rich, I I don't get invited to parties. So I don't know. And then, oh, it's like that scene where Adrian brings, like, lunch to Natalie, and Adrian's like, it won't let me invite my friends, they're important to me, and Natalie was like, Kagami, and Chloe's gonna be here. He's like, it's not the same. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame him about Kagami, because they just broke up, because it's episode 9, remember? Yeah. And then, I don't know about his friendship with Chloe, but it's, he didn't say that, but pretty much a place like, it's not the same. <laughs> He's like, I want Nino and Elliot and Marinette. It's but not Adrian, the same without them. But Adrian, Chloe, Kagami will not be there. Chloe! Kagami's okay, but she's not exactly happy with me right now. Yeah. And then Gabriel walks in. He's like, Adrian, leave the room. I need to talk to Natalie. And then he's like, I need to get that ring back. I don't know what's with the ring. It's just meaningful to him, I guess, because it's Emily's. I don't know what they talked about in that scene, off actually. But I just remember Natalie offered her sandwich to him. Oh, yeah. Like, Adrian gave her a sandwich, and then Gabriel eats them. Like, wow, Gabriel. Maybe wow. there's more slices. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is Gabriel talking about Shiloh. I think I read somewhere, like, Natalie can't be healed or something. Oh, she can't? But I, I read it somewhere. I don't know if one of the... So she's, like... Co-writers said that. Oh, or so, she, someone said so she's, like, permanently sick? I think so. Really? I mean, she's looking okay so far, and <laughs> just being in bed. So it looks like she is still living in the aggress Manor. When, I don't... Oh, she always lived there. No, because there was, like, one episode, like, she left the manor. Oh, yeah, that's true. I was It was that episode... It was, like... Newer's birthday I remember uh, And then Natalie Was like She walked out of the door okay. She's like See you tomorrow <laughs> And then We have a scene Where the classmates Were in, in Marinette's room They dress her up Like a, a waiter <laughs> I don't know Okay I really want to see More episodes of Marinette With a ponytail I like seeing Marinette With different hairstyles But the mustache is like Do we need to add The mustache <laughs> And then we see Zoe Like pretending to be mean To her waiter And she's like I'm so sorry But this is for a good cause <laughs> <laughs> Like Zoe. <laughs> and so Marinette goes to the aggress, pretending to be a waiter. And she grabbed, I don't know what she was carrying. It's like a huge thing, very heavy. So she's like, I'm very muscular, so I'm going to carry that for you. Because of that, she, she didn't have to scan their fingers. And then Chloe was like, Mr. Aggress, can I show you this video that the class were talking? And then he's like, not right now. I don't have time. And then Marinette used the opportunity to pretend to... Fall backwards and it broke the tablet to scan the fingers, but not the phone. Mm. And so that didn't work out. And then Adrian was helping her and he's like, Do what? We know each other. <laughs> and just, She's like, Nope, nope. It's like it's not even that good with disguise no. too. But Adrian's so oblivious. And then the whole see, the whole world is oblivious, Shiloh. Pretty much, that's true. And then we see Kagami and Felix come in and then Felix pretty much makes fun of Chloe. Oh, that was golden. Yeah, because Chloe was like, oh, it's the fake Adrian, and Felix was like, but Chloe, it's me, Adrian. And he's, she's like, oh no, I'm so sorry, and he's like, you're still dumb, Chloe. The <laughs> one time I stand for Felix. <laughs> and then Marina tried to convince the other waitress, like, hey, I'll, I'll handle the kids, I know how to deal with people, and they were like, no, you, you need to be in the kitchen, and then Marina pretends to be clumsy and they're like, okay, go, go deal she, with the kids. Do you think she actually did pretend to be clumsy? Or did she just let I uh, she just let the her carefinger just go? Both. <laughs> <laughs> she knew, so she let go, be herself. Chaos. Yes. And then so she goes with them to with the juice and go upstairs. And yeah, Gabriel like was like Felix, I need to talk to you. He's like, I'm mad. He's like, why did you take the ring? And Felix was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry because my mom liked it, but don't worry. Here it is." And Gabriel's like, "What about your mom?" And he's, "It's okay. I have a copy." But Gabriel knew what the ring that Felix gave him was a copy. So he went to Natalie and got mad. And the Natalie man, right? man. And was like, why don't you akumatize him and then have him reveal where it is? And Gabriel's like, no, then he's going to wonder why Hawkma wants to know about the ring. Mm-hmm. And then Gabe, Natalie was like, why don't you create a senti-monster version of yourself so that Felix would think Hawkma and Gabriel are two complete separate people. So I think we see... see so we're back in Adrian's room. Chloe wants her phone back. Because before everyone's phones were taken, so she took out just the SIM card. And then Marinette also had a, not oh. microphone, like, yeah, earpiece. Gabriel's house is like very protective. And then it jammed the system. So Marina couldn't communicate her classmates mm-hmm. at all. So Marina goes after Chloe and I feel like like, oh, I need to go out. And it was like this awkward moment between Adrian and Kagami. It was like, oh the tension is there. The tension is so there. Mm-hmm. And then we go see where Felix goes to Gabriel's office. And then as we mentioned before, he sees his Aunt Emily portrait. And he look as you mentioned, like gives her like the soft kind of look. And then senti-monster Gabriel appears and he's like, I don't remember what they talked about. But then that's when we see Oh he'll say like he'll say the ring is you gave me a fake and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, we just watched it yesterday, and I don't remember. <laughs> but then this is the scene where Felix finds out that No, he reveals. He, he reveals that he knew that Gabriel was Shadow Mob because he saw the brooch for uh, the peacock under his tie. And then Gabriel, like, no, 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 was it afterwards? Didn't he grabbed his- No, because Felix gets akumatized, and then he was like, no, I saw Gabriel with the, the pin- And then that's when the senti-monster Gabriel's like, what pin? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. But then Felix was able to reject the Akuma and runs off. And then before he runs off, he grabbed one of his buttons and slices Gabriel's, or senti-monster Gabriel's pants and then leaves. Natalie was like, oh, you should akumatize your senti-monster version, which he did, became the collector. And pretty much like the collector episode, instead of the book, it was a tablet, so... Pretty much captures everyone, and because there's a storage limit, they break the tablet or over, storage it. I don't remember. They, yeah, these. I think they destroyed the tablet. Yeah, they yeah, they, they broke the tablet because uh, Ladybug used her lucky charm, and QZ would make this really like where G- Adrian had to throw his baton. Yeah, like a certain like how did they know how it's gonna bounce? I don't know. It's... And then it hits the tablet and it breaks. Yeah. And then sent you, Monster Gabriel's. I'm so sorry, Ladybug. I was overcome with, you know, the grief of losing, thinking about my wife. But he's like, Felix, you can keep the ring. And then he's like, you keep the ring I gave you. Yeah, you <laughs> sure did it. And then Marinette gives him the the charm. So before because we were watching the dearest family first because we were like where did he get that charm i he know it i was so confused now we know it's like, mm-hmm. i would have liked if that episode came out before that yeah i was so confused i kind of feel like i need once everything is out i want to rewatch the show in order yeah but yeah and then that's how we know gabriel got the charm and then marinette leaves oh and before that, because Marinus stole... No, Chloe stole someone else's phone to put her SIM card. It was Bob Ross. We know that. And then Bob Ross was like, Nope, this is my phone. And then dest- and then delete the video. <laughs> and then walks away. And then we go to a scene where Felix sees a real Gabriel walking. He saw that his pants were not ripped. And yeah, everyone or Nicole yourself. Do we now think Adrian and Felix are sending monsters or just one of them? Or they're not at all, and they're just giving us a red herring. I think both of them. I'm like, I could see where he said, "Snapping a finger, I can make you disappear. I can see how he sounds like a sentient monster But unless Gabriel has connection to the mob. <laughs> or has some connection to make people disappear. I mean, is even it even a mob weird. in this world, Shiloh? <laughs> That's true. It's like, why aren't people but from the Mogging game Ga- Gabriel is a very powerful, rich person. And we've seen with Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> they can make people disappear. <laughs> yes. So I won't be surprised if Gabriel does have connections to make Felix disappear. I think that's... I'm like, so you're willing to murder your nephew, <laughs> whatever he's a sentient monster or not. But the reason, like, I, I mentioned before, like, I want to believe the sentient monster theory. I just feel like it's too angsty. <laughs> and I don't want it, my hopes high. Because I, I feel like it, they're kind of giving us a red herring. I'm saying I'm all for it. I'm all for it, but I'm not having my ho- hopes high about the sentient monster theories. Like, I can s- I don't know, there's just so <laughs> many, like, little things about, like... That- but it can be also explained, like, one way, like, yeah... It, I can, if it's the sentient monster that makes sense but there's also like another skill we like but because of their personality it also makes sense why because Gabriel and Emily are most likely controlling parents Adrian comes out this way but the fact with both episodes we see that every time Gabriel gives Adrian order he keeps moving his ring even as Hawk Moth when the ring wasn't even there he moved it mm-hmm. I don't know if, if the ring wasn't Amok but wasn't there when he transformed will it still work though no, no. Then but... we can say that's an obsession behavior. But the fact that the camera kept zooming onto his finger. It's just, I don't know, Sean. That's why the like red herring. They're like, they want us to think they're a monster, but they could possibly not. If Emily and Emily couldn't have kids, so Emily decides to create these scenting monster babies. What if she was looking, she was actually looking for the cat and the ladybug miraculous because she wanted to make a wish to have kids? But she didn't find it, but she found the peacock, mm-hmm. and I can make the amok. So she said, well, this is the, the second best thing, so that's what she did, but the peacock was broken, so then, you know, she's kind of, kind of having the strain of keeping two amok, like, sending monsters alive, mm-hmm. and then she's in a coma. Yeah, someone did talk, Asked Thomas, can sending monsters become human? And he's like, no, if you want them to be human, they're go- already going to be human. Like he keeps giving these hints, and we're like, so are they not <laughs> sentient monsters? I, my, I still think it's a bit of a red herring. They're just tr- just making us believe they are, but like, I won't be surprised they are sentient monsters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think it'd be too angsty. <laughs> I don't know, Shiloh. They've done some angsty things in other shows. I know, but it'd be sad, like knowing Adrian's a sentient monster, and he can somehow disappear. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's the point. That's I know. I don't think it's gonna happen, but Gabriel. I don't know, Shadow. They put the mom in the coma. That's true. What if Nicole, like Adrian, does disappear? Because what if Gabriel makes him disappear, and then Marinette makes a wish for Adrian to be real? Oh, be like Pinocchio. Yeah, self-destroying the world. (laughs) But I feel like Marinette will try to find a way to make a wish in a safe way. I think she makes a wish. She'll probably sacrifice Emily. Mm. Oh, Gabriel. No. But I think it has to be like with her personal, not Adrian. Oh, what's her personal? Maybe she'll give up being Ladybug. That could be it. Or she forgets her memories. Mm. I don't know. Like I said, I'm 50 50 with the monster theory. I'm like. But I can understand. Well, maybe I'm more with monster. Maybe 70%, 30%. Might not happen. I'm all for for it. It's just like, with my person- With watching shows, I've learned not to have any hopes high on theories. (laughs) Oh, shallow. Can you blame me, though? Granny Falls has theories that came true. Yeah. But they did have some theories that didn't come true. That's what I'm saying. There's some theories that will come true, there's some theories that won't come true, but I think it's most likely it's gonna happen. But do you think they're both sentient monsters, or do you think one of them are? I think I would think just one of them, but after that, that line, I'm, I'm now thinking both of them. Imagine if Felix was, was the sentient monster the whole time Adrian isn't. Oh. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, if you guys also want to add your emo, your theories of the sentient monster. Do you think Adrian and Felix are both sentient monsters, or one of them, or none? Like, Or if you think one of them is a sentient monster, which one? Team Adrian or Team Felix on who's being who's the senti monster. And I think we have some emails. Let's see. So we have one from Natalie. It says Radiant Carefree Dreamy Adrian the fragrance. Sorry, I just really wanted to do that. No, it's okay, Natalie. I some things Say that live out loud too. It's really funny. I love you guys' podcast because me and my friends love this show and it's so much fun to obsess over this with you. Also, can we all agree that Gabriel Guest looks like a candy cane? Yes. I love you guys, even though you have no idea what you're doing. It makes the podcast so much more interesting. Keep up the great work. Bye. Thank you, Nada. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. You don't, we don't know what we're doing. Most of the time, we don't know what we're doing. Isn't that obvious, guys? I to remember. When was the last time we did an episode? A while ago. Oh. I don't remember doing this one. Okay, so we have another one from Nathania. Uh, my name is Nathania. I am from the Philippines, and I have a question for you. What maracas do you think has the suit best at hiding one's identity and the ones you think is the most obvious? I would also like a shout-out here's your shout out. I enjoy your podcast and my favorite episode is the recap and review of Soul Crusher and Queen Banana. It's funny to know what people believe. The theory that Zoe is Adrian and Marinette's daughter, I still can't believe. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, with theories. But th- that was obvious. That like... was obvious, yeah. It's funny to know, yeah, daughter, consider that it was probably a joke. I think it started as a joke and then people took it very serious. <laughs> but which miraculous do you think hides identity better and which one is obvious. I feel like the ladybug is very obvious. Yeah, I agree with that ladybug. Because we've seen both Alia and Adrian. I think Julika's is the one that's the most disguised. Julika? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think Julika. I'm trying to think. Oh. So I'm trying to look all the superheroes. I feel like the turtle too. 'Cause it, because of the hood you can very like easily hide your face. Yeah. But like I say it depends on your holder what designs they want. Yeah. But I feel like Julica looks the most different. Max looks different too. Oh yeah, Max too. Mm hmm But yeah, I think mean, Julia and Max, they they look very different. Yeah. And the obvious one I would yeah, I would definitely say above, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe clean bees, of like The Chloe's queen bee? Yeah, but Chloe declared herself. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think Ladybug is the most obvious. It's because of the ponytail. The ponytail just gives it away. Then the pigtails give it away. Yeah, so... We have a couple emails to go through, actually. We have from Blake. Just want to start by saying, I love your podcast and listen to it whenever you release a new episode. I noticed that you talked about watching reactions to Miraculous. I want to know if you have any recommendations for me to watch since I'm currently caught up on the ones I was watching before. Thanks in advance for your recommendation. Keep up the amazing work, you two. So in my previous episode, I really meant like we record our... I mostly record Nicole's reaction. When she watch a Miraculous episode, because she doesn't watch any of the trailers. She doesn't follow the fandom, so she doesn't know anything. I know nothing. So it's on my Twitter, ShilohJXO. I used to watch other people's reactions. I haven't lately, so I don't have recommendations. But if you want to watch Nichols' reaction, it's on my Twitter. It's hilar- they're hilarious, mm-hmm. guys. I don't watch them. I don't watch myself, though. It's too mm-hmm. embarrassing. So we got an email saying, it's okay, but isn't it kind of weird doing a kids' show, really? No. Everyone watches the show I have a lot of friends who are adults watch this show. I have a lot of friends who are parents that watch the show more than their kids. I mean, are you a kid too? I mean... Not that, yes, the, we can agree the target audience of this show is kids, but all ages can enjoy this show. And honestly, if you go into the fandom, there's a lot of adult fans. So I don't think it's weird at all. Like, if adults can like Disney Channel or Disney movies, and is pretty much is in the Disney Channel. Yeah, and then there's, like, a podcast. What's that podcast called? The Fantastic Geeks and Where to Find Them? Yeah, they do, like, other shows, too. Yeah, and this is a show both me and my sister like, and we just want to talk about, you know, some of our theories, things we notice while watching the show, and a lot of people are excited to see... You know, adult fans like us enjoy watching this show and talk about it. So I don't think it's anything weird or wrong. And if you are a teenager or an adult, just so you know, it is not weird at all. There is a lot of adults and teenagers who watch a show, and that is completely fine. Mm-hmm. And it's same with other animated or kids shows. You can enjoy. You're meant to watch to enjoy it. You may not be the target audience. I but mean, guys, look at how many people watch She-Ra. Yeah, and My Little Pony. Oh yeah, I love Gravity it. Gravity Falls, as you mentioned. So you yes, you may not be the target audience, but you can still enjoy it. There's no shame in that. If everyone's okay to watch a Disney movie, it's okay for you to watch Miraculous or she or My Little Pony or Gravity Falls. That's my little rant there. <laughs> Okay, we have an email from Blake. Hi, Shiloh, Nicole. I just want to start by saying I love your podcast and listen to it whenever you release a new episode. And I noticed that you talked about watching reaction. Oh, sorry. you already read that one. <laughs> <laughs> we have one from Caroline. Hey, guys. I really hope you guys read this. My name is Caroline. I am obsessed with Miraculous. Before you guys, I have never listened to a podcast, but your podcast is so good. I listen to it all the time when I'm doing homework, getting ready, or just want to listen. I feel like a lot of people listen to us doing homework. <laughs> I know. I like, are we, do we help you concentrate? I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like it would be distracting. It's so cool to hear people talk about Miraculous and sharing opinions instead of myself just watching the same episode over and not having anyone to share my opinion with. I just want to say thank you. You guys seem like such kind, genuine people and your podcast has made me really happy. Also, on finishing note, I am obsessed with Lady Noir. They are my favorite shift by far. I even have a Lady Noir Spotify playlist. Oh, that's so cute. I know. I've seen a lot of Adrian and I sometimes listen to it. (laughs) Oh. I think a cool idea for an episode would be if you guys pick the best episode for each ship. But it's totally fine if you don't want to do that episode. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Caroline. And thank you for your letter. And yeah, I think that is a good idea to do an episode. Like which episode of the best love square ship? Yeah, I mean that's good because we have no idea what to, what episodes to do when. I feel like Lady Noir will be the hardest because Lady Noir is in every episode. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Like I can maybe pick Lady Drianne and Marishat. Yeah, Adrianette right away. But we could, we mm-hmm. can definitely tr- try to do that. Yeah, we can definitely do that. We have an email from Naima. Hi, my name is Naima, and I like to say that I love your podcast. I wanted to know if you guys can do a Simple Man review because Roland is a sweetheart. Bye. Yes, that'll be our next episode. I know you're <laughs> way behind so we'll definitely do that Mm -hmm. and then we have an email from Riley (gasps) Riley hey girls thank you guys so much for the birthday podcast shadow it is okay for you guys are a little bit late I'm just glad that I got to hear my favorite podcasters I love you guys so much and yes I'm always listening to every podcast that you guys have as soon as I can you girls are such amazing girls you're all wonderful kind sweet amazing speakers on the podcast keep doing whatever you good you guys are doing oh wait you guys are always doing good so you love you guys so much riley you're so sweet ah, i love you so you guys so much riley p.s thank you so much riley that's very sweet thank you so much thank you and i think yeah that was the last email yes that was the last email we received again guys sorry for taking so long i think we might start doing maybe once a month and be easier for a schedule. So, if we have enough schedule, we could try to do the next episode this month. If not, the latest will be December. <laughs> so, hopefully, you guys look forward to that. And hopefully, we'll have some enough time of hiatus oh, <laughs> to get through. But yeah, that is everything. And do you have anything else to add? Nope. Yeah, just two good episodes. Strong sentient monster theories. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> I think we have maybe five or seven episodes left of season four. Oh, really? I'm not ready to end. Uh, no. I'm, I've been looking forward this whole season with this episodes. Each one is just plot heavy. Yeah. So it's really cool to see that. But yeah, I think that is everything. So we'll see you guys in the next episode. I'm Shiloh. I'm Nicole. And thank you for, for listening to Stay Tuned with Marax Ladybug. Bye. Bye.